Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to my independence report. And Ms. Dana Parker is with us, and I feel so sorry for her. She's had to be moving all weekend <laughs> and for the 4th of July, and it's been tough for you, hasn't it? It has, actually. <laughs> yes, I, I'm going to be honest. I've had some quite the tears, you, but I think that's normal. You, you had quite the tears? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how come? <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll skip Just that. Moving, it's okay. Moving in general is is a it's a higher stress thing, but it's emotional for me. You know, um, moving spaces when I'm right in the middle of a creation, all of these things that aren't even fully steady yet, and then the one thing that was steady was uprooted, and so it it creates a lot of emotions for me. But well, luckily, I know how to navigate. Yes, indeed. Well, look on the bright side. You're now in a nice new place that is going to be wonderful for you, and it's going to be it's fulfilling. It's it, just takes, it just takes time. But at least as you were moving in, you didn't fall, did you? No, no falling. See, well, that was good because I, I ended up, when I moved, I ended up having to have two surgeries. Whoa. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, so it, it did not did not go over well for me. But at yeah. the same time, it allowed me the space to be able to do what I'm doing with you. So that that's yeah, really it's true. That's what I keep telling myself. I, I listen to a recording every morning that I made for myself, and um, in it I said, "Remember, even the greatest of thought leaders had plot twists and hard things happen. You just didn't get to see those moments, and so it's a normal part of the process." And, you know, there's so many stories about some of the most amazing business people and amazing, um, you know, thought leaders in the world that have been through really hard things. So and I just keep telling myself, I'm normal, I'm normal, I'm just navigating. Be still my foolish heart. Do you mean to tell me mm -hmm. that you're human? I'm human. Completely. Oh, my God, I had no 100%. idea. 100%. <laughs> I thought, I thought you, you know, you know, that's a good topic for us to address today. Mm, yeah. The, the fact is because what we do, a lot of us is when we hold somebody up as a thought leader or somebody that is really seems to excuse the expression, have their shit together mm. and are really humanness and things come into play all the time. Yeah, all the time. I think I think without it, they wouldn't be where they are. I think there's something so vital about it, something that maybe we don't even always see or understand, but once we navigate through, it's like, oh, that makes sense. You know, oh. I keep actually having moments. Do you know what I've been doing, Kevin? You might laugh. But I have these moments where in, when I'm crying, I will, I'll press record on my phone. And I'll start recording how I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing and, and all of this stuff because I really do think I'm going to write about it one day. And I think I'm going to share one day, you know, these different parts of my life because 
people tell me all the time, Danny, you seem like you have it all together. Well, I don't. And I don't actually think it's, it's a part of anyone's experience to have it all together all the time. And I think it's time that we start showing more of our humanness and normalize it so that we can find that common humanity and move forward better. Because it's perfectionism that keeps us stuck in feeling like we're not enough constantly. And that's a huge limiting belief that so many people struggle with. I don't believe that there's a human on the planet that doesn't have struggles. The difference is it's how you handle those struggles. Mm-hmm. will determine who you are and how, how it works for you. And as an example, you moving the, your story, when you look at your story in its entirety, and you're not done with your story yet, by the way, you're still, still you're really still, young in it. yeah, you're still moving through it. Um, it is, it's important that you, that you take the time and recognize that, that you're human and that it's okay. And there's mm-hmm. so many things in your life have radically changed in the last, what, dozen mm-hmm. years or so? Yeah, even the last three, just total foundational, life-changing things. And it's really hard as well if you don't have a support system around you that can that can help you through it, that you can talk mm-hmm. some of this stuff through and all that kind of stuff. And that's fortunately, that's what you provide other people. But it's mm-hmm. hard when you're the, the, the leader and nobody seems to be able to provide it for you. Oh, that can be heart-wrenching. I totally heart-wrenching. <laughs> but you do have to know that you have got people who care deeply about you, right? I feel it. And so you, from that standpoint, the uh, moving, taking charge, developing this program that we're going to talk about here in a little bit mm-hmm. and all of, and all of that and, and developing a program and, and working with your four boys and, and yeah. with your former husband and with the former church and with all the stuff that you've had to do, it's, 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 it can be, it can be mind blowing. Yeah, it is. You know. <laughs> Mind blowing, foundation blowing. But but I look at it from the standpoint of um, you can't, you would not be the person that you are if you weren't going through the struggles that you are. I agree, and I feel like my I give so much more of my heart to my clients and to my work because of what I experience. Because I understand what this is like, this humanness and the human moments and the curl up in a ball and cry your little heart out and and all of those things, it's like I can be there with another person in their most vulnerable places and just love. And, you know, there's I, I don't know that there's very many humans on the planet that experience that, that can have another human sit with them in their, their most shame-filled stories about themselves and their life and just love them and say, you know, you're doing so good at this human thing. (laughs) It is something that everybody craves. And there are people, there are people that you cannot go talk to about some of your most innermost fears and uh, challenges and things that you're not doing well and stuff like that. And you need somebody to support you and love you regardless. Yeah. 100%. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's hard. It's it's really hard to find somebody like that. I know. (laughs) 
true. <laughs> you know, so so that's 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 why you're doing the work that you're doing, and and it's yeah. it's 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 fabulous. So that you are able to rise through that, and and even even though when you have down days, like uh, I sense that today is a bit of a down day for you. It is. <laughs> and that's 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 being human. That's being human. Uh, the Fourth of July is a day that that I do not like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a very, uh, huh? Tell me more. Uh, it's a very difficult day for me because when I was about twenty three, um, got a call from my, and I've told this story before, but it bears repeating, from my uh, future brother in law. I wasn't married to my wife yet. And he said uh, um, his wife, her name was Sandy, and her brother had walked in on his wife and another man and had picked up a gun and had left the house. He -hmm. left a note saying that he was going to uh, go out with a bang. This was 4th of July. And so we we and went and I they asked me to go help find him and and yeah. so my brother future brother in law and me who also by the way I don't understand this he also ended up committing suicide as well but mm-hmm. uh, but in any event uh, so we go out and we look for this guy and uh, we don't find anything and find him until about um, we'll wait for the. What was that? Was that a, a, a truck going by? Yeah. Ah, in any event. So we ended up walking you know, up this hill. Then it was really, really uh, um, had a lot of foliage to it. And we walked we're, as we walked up the hill and it was dark and we couldn't mm-hmm. see anything. And about 15 feet ahead of us, there was a um, an explosion. And what it was, was that that man had been sitting there for hours watching people search for him and uh and he waited for somebody to walk up on him and which is what me and my brother-in-law did and he killed himself at that moment mm-hmm. so the so the 4th of July so we had to wait with him mm-hmm. until the medical people came and all that kind of stuff so the 4th of July p- pretty much exactly. sucks yeah cuz i don't like i don't yeah. like now loud noises anymore Mm. Uh, we all have got those moments in time that that fill our life with stuff, and that we have to just work through. And this this happened this happened thirty years ago, forty years ago, forty years ago. Yeah, dang, forty wow. years ago. Yeah, and it's affected me. Um, and so, and I never know why um, mm-hmm. I'm in a down mood until. And this this last one, I was in a down mood, and I was walking out of a convenience store, and there was somebody blowing off fireworks. And then it dawned on me, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's why I don't like that. Yeah, that's why I'm having a crappy day. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but we all have that. So um, it's yeah, it's good. So so you moved. and you're You're now in your new place. I am. How do you like I'm it? Settled. I love it. It's a, it's an upstairs, so it was in a basement before. Right. So this is an upstairs room that I'm in now, and vaulted ceilings, and just it's a beautiful house. Actually, interestingly enough, I had a dream of putting my dishes away in that exact kitchen before I even found this house. 
amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. It's one of those like, huh, I I think I'm on track. Even <laughs> though it's, it's a plot twist that I wasn't fully expecting or consciously aware of, and the timing of it wasn't my best choice, uh, wasn't my favorite. I It's fascinating. So, you know, what's really interesting is, is you know, being this, this understanding my emotions and how they work. Like, if I can, I literally have taught myself to push outside my emotions and feel what my soul feels about my journey and where I'm at. Because I feel like the emotions are the humanness of it. So I can push outside of it. And when I check in with my soul about my journey and my path, I feel so taken care of. I feel like I'm completely okay and on track. And it's mind blowing because it contradicts the emotion, the emotional experience that I'm having. And so I'm so grateful for the ability to tune into that and to feel that regularly. And at any moment I can just pull back and say, oh yeah, this is the humanness and my soul. I'm on track. I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing and I'm headed in the right direction. Um, I ran into an old friend that I hadn't seen for probably 16 plus years this last week. And he said, it's not about perfection, it's the direction. And I just, I love that. Like, I'm headed in the right direction. It's just time now. And that's what I keep reminding myself. It's just a matter of time. You know, has anybody ever said to you, I had a dream about you? No, not that kind of dream, ladies and gentlemen. Get your get your thoughts out of the out of the. I had a dream that uh, that uh, you and I were sitting down, and we were writing a book. I love that idea, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know when or where or what, but it was like I, even to the point where we were doing an outline on cue card, not cue cards, but index cards and putting what we were going to have at this chapter and this chapter. And, and so, I mean, it was like, it was really real. It wasn't I, like, you know, how sometimes that. you have a dream that, that, that is like, um, doesn't make any sense or this, yeah. this like, no, this is like real. So, I so I guess we have to talk about uh, writing a book at one point. Yeah. I think we will. And it's so like me to use index cards to organize everything to see it. I'm such a visual person. <laughs> yeah. That's, really that's, that's, that's what I got. So, um, and, and when you had the yeah. dream that, that you were putting dishes away in the kitchen, the way the kitchen was, that was a validation for you. Yeah. That that's what you were supposed to do. It's true. That, that you're on the right path. It's true. But the right path sometimes can be bumpy. Yeah, bumpy and roller coastery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure that's a word, but that's that'll work. Roller coaster. Yeah. So so yeah. But, but, you're, yeah, but you're okay, right? Yeah. You'll get through it, right? Absolutely. Always do. I did absolutely, but but you you were you are supposed to call me. If you, by the way, my email address is myindependencereport at gmail.com, but you're supposed mm -hmm. to call me if you're not feeling well. That's a rule. Okay. I like that, actually. I'll add you to my list. 
I think it's important to have a little list of your go-to people because sometimes we can forget. At least, at least it when you're someone like me, where I've had all these impactful experiences where I I feel like I've lost so many people, my mind can go straight to I'm alone so fast that I have to have like my list that I keep in my phone and a notes pad of like these are your go-to friends that you can call when you need and it's helpful so i'll do to my list it, it thank you i i, I would be thank honored to, i would be honored to be on your list uh, because see i'm old now and i've been through a bunch of stuff yeah. and I've, I've come to the realization that this is a grand experience and a grand experiment and uh that we get to live and go through all of these things and it's how you come out and how you view them when you're done with them that yeah. uh, that and you know and i've told you the story of the last year and a half uh i spent more time in a doctor's office than i care to ever again yeah uh, and stuff but you know at the, at the end of the day even when i was going through it it was a funny story um when i after i had my first surgery for my rotator cuff and then i fell and hurt the other arm i was sitting in the uh, <laughs> sitting in the doctor's office and mm-hmm. uh I was explaining that this arm wasn't healed and it was still supposed to be in a splint, but I couldn't have it in a splint because this arm didn't work and, and I couldn't get the splint oh on both arms at the same time. And I was scared that I wouldn't be able to walk. And I heard the gal as we were, as I was discussing this with her and she leaves the room, I heard her leave and say to one of the guys who was outside the room, Oh, that poor man. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't but i i had a completely different attitude and it wasn't yeah. i was a poor man it was like well you know that's that happened and that's okay yeah and it is what it is and that's okay we're gonna move forward yeah and it, it turned out to it turned out to work perfectly because had i not done that had that not happened i would not be sitting here talking to you yeah and so well, it's, i'm it, grateful no more than i because i'm very mm-hmm. grateful that you are here by the way i didn't tell you yet that um i'm I'm turning tuesdays into uh teaching tuesdays or teaching and coaching tuesdays and so i want you to be part of that on an ongoing basis because uh as as we continue to grow um i want to be able to offer people uh advice about coaching and take their calls and 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 comments and that kind of stuff so literally my favorite thing to do is just those cold calls okay how can i support you how can i help what's going on exactly exactly and and because you have got such a good heart um and your your heart is literally bursting all the time for it is because you care for people i know that's that's got to be a bit of a curse at times isn't it oh yeah so there i think there are a lot of times i can love people so deeply so quickly and sometimes it is i've actually i've I've had to it's given me the opportunity to learn when to give and when to set boundaries and so i used to just give 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 and i attracted a lot of takers and now i have boundaries i can spot those takers in a matter of minutes so i know oh i can love you from afar i can love you and respect you for the person that you are and the experience you're having here as a human but I'm going to give very little to that that bucket that's full of holes that I know will never actually be filled until you repair it. <laughs> so that's been helpful. 
Yeah, we all have got that. We've. I yeah. was talking with my sister, and she had she for whatever reason uh, operates under an energy that allows people to come to her and ask her for money. Nobody ever asks me for money because they know I don't give them any. But I, I do get people just like you do who, because I am a generous person and a nice person, I get taken advantage of. Yeah. Uh, and because that's the energy that I, that I bring to the table. So I have to learn to exactly what you just said, to set my boundaries in an appropriate way so yeah. that people that don't want to take will benefit from it and people who do want to take i can i can lovingly send them on their way with a little, nice little pat on the ass right yeah <laughs> i love it go away little one i'll yep. talk to you sooner or later but not today love you have fun on your journey Yes, but, but but don't try and take advantage of me because I'm not going that's to allow. Happen. Then that yeah, and that's that's self love, isn't it? It is. That is self love, and I think it's vital to those of us that are givers. You know, it's it's vital to learning uh, because we actually can give so much more to so many more people if we will set those boundaries. Because there are what I'm finding, especially in coaching. There are a certain type of clients. They're eager. They're ready. They'll apply. They'll do the work. The, they're they're in it to win it, and they want to step into that. And those are the kind of people that I'm like, I I will I'll work all day with those people, and love every second. And um and and I'm that kind of person. And then there's the other people that just they they want you to just keep giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, but they don't want to do the work. They don't want to take the action. They won't. And you, when you get stuck in that cycle of giving to those people, they take so much that you don't have to give to other parts of your life. So, and it becomes a real problem because you're right. You can affect. You can positively affect a lot more people, who and build a can actually build a community mm -hmm. uh, of like-minded people. But if yeah. you have people that are like the takers of the world and then there are quite a few of them and it now do you think it's be, just because of their place and time where they're at or is this a fundamental flaw that they need to uh, to to address or is it just that they enjoy doing it i think there's a whole spectrum it depends on what their soul came to experience i think some souls came to experience the the um whole experience of it's just in their nature and they'll never really know that they're doing it. They'll never really understand until later because there's learning in that. And I think that there's people that actually take and, and are takers like that, that actually find some satisfaction in it and it does something for them. And then I, I think that there, there's just a whole spectrum of people that, that their souls are having different experiences. And the question is, does my soul want to interact with that soul, <laughs> you know? And, and sometimes it's yes and sometimes it's no, and, and that's okay. And, but, you know, I, I do my best to really step back and say, you know, I choose not to participate with that person and I can still love them from afar. They're still having a human experience and, and I'm not here to tell them what's right or wrong, good or bad, or, or, you know, 
just give them the possibility, mirror and offer tools. And if they choose in, I think I think anyone can change anything that they want to. They have to first acknowledge it though. Acknowledgement, awareness of it is the first step to change always. Now, do you think that in their pre-life contract that there are people that came here and have that have that desire to be a taker because it's in the contract that they're going to run into people like you and run into people like me and that that is what they are there to provide a service to us for? I do think it's a service. So, you know, I remember the very first program I went into, I, we had, we were invited to get buddies and um, I knew what buddy I wanted, but I didn't go after the buddy that I wanted. I had a buddy come after me and she was a taker and I could feel it from the beginning. What was so interesting is um, by the end, I felt so empty and so sucked dry that I, I was left kind of in this state of, okay, what just happened and why? And how can I not ever repeat that same pattern? Because that was painful. And um, uh, the woman that I was buddies with, I really do think was a gift. I'll never forget her. I'll never forget <laughs> that experience. And, and, I kind of, she was like an imprint of, oh, these are takers. And so now it's like, she showed me the imprint and um, of the energy of those kind of people. And now I can tell and the traits and qualities. And um, that's, that has blessed me the rest of my life. And so, yeah, I, I do think that there are people that um, before we come, we make these, these uh, you know, contracts, if you will. I don't believe contracts are solid forever. I think the agency trumps everything and can change. You can change anything. Um, it takes work and effort sometimes, but you can change it. Um, and, um, but I, I, you know, I, I think that she was in my life on purpose for a reason. And it showed me some really valuable things that have forever blessed my life. So it's, no, it's, it's highly likely that she was brought to you because this was a lesson that you wanted to learn in your life to have valuable uh, um, boundaries. And so, yeah. that, so that you don't get taken advantage of because if you get taken advantage of, you can't do your work. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's the same with the, you know, religion I was born into and the family I was born into and, and, you know, whether it's, absolute truth or not that I chose all of these things, the idea of it is freeing for me. The idea that I chose this to learn these things, to understand things about myself, to grow and expand as a soul, and that my my parents, you know, are choosing to play roles, certain roles in my life, and, and certain family members are choosing to play certain roles in my life to help me become and expand my soul as as a, you know, in this human experience, um, that is a really freeing idea for me. Puts things in a big perspective. And I, I, I think you probably know this story, 
And but I'm I would like to tell it only because there are people who are not familiar with his work, and this is comes straight from Neil Donald Walsh, and um, it is a little booklet that he wrote. It was called something in the little, sun. Little soul in the sun. Little soul in the sun. And, and and so you know this story as well. So correct yeah. me if I make a mistake. And that is uh, um, when the souls, when a group of souls were on the other side, and they got together, and um, one of them said, or, and they asked him, "What would you like to learn the next time that you come down here? What would you like to experience?" Yeah. And he, and he said, "Well, I would love to learn about forgiveness, because mm -hmm. forgiveness is a, is a key thing that I really would like to learn about." And uh, but in order for you to forgive somebody, that means that somebody had to do something horrible or naughty or awful to you, and nobody was taken up on it. And and finally, uh, he said, "You know, I really would like to learn about forgiveness, guys. Somebody's got to step up." And finally, somebody stepped up and said, "All right, all right, I'll do this thing, but I just want you to know, I'll do it out of love." And even when in the deepest, darkest part of this, when you're going to hate me because of what I do to you, you're going to have to remember that it's all out of love. And um, and then he learned that he learned forgiveness um, because this person did a horrible thing to him. But it right. wasn't. But that was all part of the contract. Now, he didn't know that when he got down here because we get to suffer. Yeah, we, we get to suffer amnesia. Yeah. So that we can approach each life brand new, rather yeah. than remembering who screwed us the last time. Yeah, <laughs> although feelings and emotions can come up, what's interesting to me is, um, first of all, I love that that story, and you can look that up online and find it. It's such, such a beautiful story, and reading it to your children, and and I highly recommend that. Little Soul in the Sun by Neil Donald Walsh. Um, and it actually is what helped me in my process through um, healing through the sexual abuse. That was it was such a powerful idea for me, and and such a an interesting perspective of looking at it that way. Looking at everyone is playing a everyone's a character. Every person that you run into on this planet is a character. They're playing a role. And we have to have contrast in order to expand. Somebody has to play the contrast. And you know what? There are times where I'm playing the contrast in certain people's lives based on their perspective and filters. And sometimes I'm the villain in their life. And, and it just, it is what it is. And, and I think that when we can look at it like that and have boundaries for ourselves, and understand I don't have to keep submitting myself to this. I have the power to choose something different. Those two ideas are powerful. I think when when you utilize that idea that we just talked about as everyone's playing a role, you know, like my the the people that abused me, they were playing a role. And I can understand that, but if I continue to let them abuse me, just keep reminding myself they're playing a role, they're playing a role, that's self-abuse. Right. And so both are really important is what I, what I, I believe and what I've seen is have boundaries, know what you want and don't want to interact with in your life and keep that as the big picture perspective because it's really helpful. 
it gets really convoluted, doesn't it? Yeah. When, when put them, putting this into perspective, um, I know that you were abused when you were a kid. Yeah. And but you were also were part of this community, yep. this re religious community that that has certain ideals and certain foundations that are, that dare not be crossed, and they were they were in 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 your case, and. <laughs> I, it makes it really hard to understand the the foundations of what they preach on Sundays, but then on Tuesdays is not necessarily uh, something that they. Yeah, it's 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 makes so it makes it really difficult to go to wrap your head around that, doesn't it? Yeah, can I tell you what I my theory? Yeah, my theory is when you teach concepts and ideas that are are good but you do it in shame and fear and guilt it creates a twisted version of it that then causes people to act in it more often and to get stuck in the cycle of it of sex addiction of porn of whatever it is that you preach against or whatever you know people get sucked into it and it's the shame it's the guilt it's the fear-based mentality of you're not worthy and you're not going to make it back if you don't do it perfectly that is what creates the vicious cycle of addiction, of keeping people in those patterns. If we can release that, let that go, and look at it as an experience and teach healthy practices, healthy ideas around it, not a fear-based, you're going to get, you're gonna get uh, the big finger and told you can't take the sacrament and, and you're not worthy. If we can do in love, you know, a, a friend actually last week shared with me there's there's a tribe in Africa that when somebody in the tribe um, makes a mistake or does something that's against the rules, they take two days and they love that person. They surround that tribe member and tell them all of the great things that they see in them. They remind them of who they are. I think that that is so powerful and so profound that, that mentality and idea that that would change the world if we did that in our families in our homes in our communities it would change everything if we did that to the the individuals that are in prison it would change their life it would change their world and yes it would take consistency and yes they would still need tools and they need more than just two days of that, of course, but we, we have a lot of undoing to do, a lot of undoing of unnecessary hurt to do, you know, and, and I think that when you're motivated and you motivate others by love, it's just, you get a different result. You can teach the same concept just in a loving way and get completely different results. Oh, I couldn't agree more. That, that is, that's a very profound statement I, I would love to know what tribe in africa that is um yes i will send you the i'll send you the link that i found okay um because it's it we have to in my in my humble opinion that accounts for not much i think we have to fundamentally change how we just how we approach life how we approach each other how we um approach our differences um, we have to, to approach, we have to change it all, um, mm -hmm. because right now it's not, it's not working. 
uh, your friend and mine, Mr. Walsh says, uh, uh, if it's not working, you need to change it. And what yeah. we're doing now doesn't work. Right. It's not good for us. And, uh, so that's, and that's, maybe that's what we're going to write about. Yeah. That's a fun idea. I love that. <laughs> that lights me right up. See that you did. It, it, it lightens you right up. You now, you've now got, um, uh, your, your shine back. <laughs> yes. I knew I would. Yeah, I knew you would too. And, and you are such an empath. You are, you are yeah. so, you, you take care of people and you take, just be careful not to take on other people's stuff. I, that is one of the things that is, is most impactful right now in my life. And it's a, it's a lot to manage and a lot to, to navigate because I am so empathic and I, I, in some sorts, I'm an emotional workhorse. <laughs> like I can handle large amounts of emotion um, in my life and with people that I interact with. Um, but I think that's one of the gifts of moving into the space that I, I am is I don't act, I'm not, I'm not emotionally tied to anyone. For the first time in my life at 35, I'm not emotionally tied to anyone I'm living with. And um, there's, there's it's, it's a blessing in that I will, have the opportunity now to regularly have that space and time emotionally just to let go of everyone else's stuff and have my own space. And it also addresses one of my biggest fears of being alone. That's a huge fear of mine. It's a, it's a funny fear that comes up that is a repeating fear for me, that of being alone and not well, being supported. First of all, understand you're never alone. True. You've got you've got your peeps. You 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 got your crew. Mm -hmm. You got you got the gang that that are around you all the time and are looking out after you. I I for one choose to live alone uh, because well two things. Um, in case I snore, I don't want somebody to you know like <laughs> have to leave the room. And but but. <laughs> More importantly than that, I like to be able to do what I wish when I want to do it. And, and also, as an example, if I decide I'm going to sit down and meditate or if I'm going to read a particular book or if I'm going to uh, watch a, a show on TV that interests me and nobody else, I don't have anybody to answer to. No, nobody's going to say, nah, you can't do that. I want to watch this, Dad. Uh, you can't, you know, right. or whatever. And uh but at the same time, I'm never alone. Right. Because I've got, I've got, I've got my peeps, and they're they're look. I I look at it like like it's the um, Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're all they're all sitting around. This is what I this is what I re really honestly feel. They're all sitting around this round table, and there's no one that's in charge. But they're all looking out after me in the with the same thoughts in mind and that is how do we help him do the things that he says he wants to do and to do them well and so they're 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 planning and they're 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 conniving and they're putting stuff in in place so that things will be the way that they're supposed to be the way that i have asked them to be and they're working very hard to do that and so i talk to them all the time 
that's some people might call that schizophrenia, but I call it. <laughs> I talk to him all the time, and and uh, so I'm I'm alone. I'm I don't have necessarily a human here, but then I've got people like you that I get to talk to on a regular basis, and I know that you and I have a special connection. So I don't, I don't worry about it. I don't worry about it. Yeah. And and uh, but on the other hand, you grew up in a house full of people. True. Six and family. yeah, and and you you married into a house full of people. And married young, yeah, nineteen. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it's like getting getting married when you're nineteen. You're barely out of diapers, and you're oh. and you know what you I mean. You don't even know yourself. You don't. Even, you're not even. Yeah, absolutely. I look back and see pictures, and I'm like. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why that was a good idea, but just kidding. I big picture. I do actually. I was following cultural cultural norms, and she was just doing her very best. Well, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. I but know. the interesting thing is, is that at nineteen, all you knew was cultural norms. You that had is. did not have the ability to to step out outside of yourself or outside of those cultural norms that everybody else was doing at the same time that you were doing it and say, no, I'm not sure that that's such a good idea for me. Right. (laughs) Because if you, if in your, in the way you were raised, if you were 25 and not married, there was something wrong with you. It's true. That's, that is true. And it's, it's, Slowly changing, but there's still there's still a lot of pressure there. Like 25, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you married? Why don't you have any kids yet? Why yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an amazing it's an amazing thing. I have a good friend of mine that uh, uh, um, is goes to the same church, and yeah. uh, he, he has seven children, and all of his kids. Now, now the sad thing is. All of his kids, he's got seven kids, and none of them are as devout and as still in the church. They yeah. they took that and they they've branched off. But but mm-hmm. it's 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 really hard when he is a bishop and he's he's done all yeah. this, thing and it's 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 really hard. It's really hard. Yeah, and, that can be really hard. I'm finding though this this generation <laughs> they really aren't having it. <laughs> they're not and i kind of like it i think they're fun you know they're here to, to make waves and have a ripple effect and challenge cultural norms and what a role to play you know what a role to be playing to be born into to challenge those things and i i mean being somebody who who decided one day oh i think i want to play that role i think i'm going to do that yep yep let's go let's do it um, and I've done it now. It's it's quite the quite the experience, challenging cultural and social norms. Yes, it is. And uh, <laughs> what I'm discovering of the of the next generation that is coming up um, is that they you're right. They're not having it. Um, they I think have been given a little bit better of a understanding so that they can fight this stuff because they're going to have to. I keep yeah. telling I keep telling kids that are in their 20s, I'm sorry. Yeah, said, I know. What are you sorry for? Well, yeah. 
my generation kind of screwed up the planet and now yeah. we're not going to be yeah, around long to enough it. to fix it. You're going to have to fix it. Yeah. And, and they're like, uh, okay, we'll do that. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> and they're capable. And they're fully, the code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fully capable. It's incredible. And, you know, it, it, I think every generation passes great things on too. You know, there's great things that can come and great uh, ripple effects that can happen. And and even Kevin, you know, just thinking about you and how far you've come, even for your generation, even for your age, that's leaving a, a trail. That's a ripple effect because we're all so connected. It's, 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 you know, uploading. It's like your healing has been uploaded into the matrix, you know, of us all. And now you've created and paved a trail for, for so many your generation and those that you're connected to that that your your thoughts your ideas the healing you've done the work you've done all of it has such a, a profound ripple effect that i don't even think we'll we'll fully understand all of our ripple effects of the healing and the work that we've done until you know later well the cool thing is in my world is that somebody in two years in five years in 10 years is going to listen to or watch this uh, podcast that you and I are doing today. And it's going to fundamentally change their life. And it might be one person, might be a dozen, might be a hundred. Changes one person. Uh, I have an associate. Her name is Kayla May. And she, her, her, she's, she's your age. So she's like, yeah, you're, you're actually, I was thinking that you were my, like my, my younger sister. Nah, you could be my daughter. And, uh, um, but really, yeah, well, how, no, great, Kevin. how old do you think I am? How young do I think you are? Yeah. <laughs> how, how, Is how old, huh? How young? I don't know. Like in your, I was thinking like, you know, late fifties. I'll be 64 in September. Right. And, uh, and I feel young. I, and when I'm talking to people like you, I feel, I feel, and the, the, the thing that's really irritating to me is people my age, a lot of them are like, you know, I'm 64, I'm going to retire next year and I'm, and I'm working, and I'm not happy. And, and my wife left me or, or I'm, 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 you know, life is, life sucks and I can't, can't do what I want to do and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sorry for those people. Yeah. But, but you know, it's one short. Yeah. But, and so the work that you're doing is going to touch people long after you're doing other stuff or you're still doing it, but it's, it's going to touch people. It's going to help people. Mm -hmm. There's a program that's coming up in the fall. Let's talk about how you're going to help people there. Yes. Yeah. The program in the fall is called Reclaim You. And it's, it really is, we're going to spend a lot of the time uh, understanding so many areas that we give our power away. You know, cultural norms, social norms, uh, generational programming, things that have been passed on. Um, we'll be addressing emotions. You know, the, the average uh, individual doesn't, I would say, doesn't have the tools or even the language equipped to identify their emotions. We know sad. We know mad, we know pain, but there's all these little, little, 
other emotions that go into those things that if you can learn about them, you can learn more about yourself. And so I'll be that. We'll be talking about one of my favorite topics, accountability, and how to make accountability work for you. Uh-oh. Dana? Dana, come back. Dana, come back. There you are. I froze. <laughs> you froze for just a moment, but continue yeah. what you were saying. Yeah, so it'll be a 12-week course, and we'll spend 12 weeks, and then we have three bonus events. And then um, every individual in the group will also have one-on-one -on -one sessions with me throughout the 12 weeks. And so you're not only getting the group content information, um, wonderful, like mind blowing, um, I think mind blowing content and, and information that's going to help progress your life in ways that maybe you didn't even know you needed. Um, but you're going to be getting one on one personal individualized sessions. And I think there's so much power in the synergy and combination of the two. Plus our, our three bonus events, which will be so much fun. And I'll be bringing in some of my dear friends and most amazing connections and people that I have to teach things that they're passionate about and ways that they have stepped into claiming who they are and their power and um, such a variety of topics. But it will be an amazing 12 weeks. And I'm so excited. We do have 12 spots. Um, that we'll be feeling that we are feeling and um, let's see it starts September 1st and right now anyone listening you can actually go on and we have a coupon code for anyone that listens to this show um, that you can use to uh, get a huge discount because this is our first round it's a $3,600 program uh, that's the value of what you'll be getting. And um, because this is our first launch and, and we're so excited, we have a gift that we're giving those that, that are listening. And it's um, it's the code, the coupon code is 2100 off. And you can actually get the course for $1,500. And um, that is an incredible, incredible deal. It will never be this low again. This is for our first round only. And um, prices will go up. We'll be doing another one in January and another one in April next year. And so um, that's what that looks like right now. So if you are kind of lost, you want to join a group of like-minded people who are interested in changing the course of their life, because this is nothing less than that. Literally changing the dynamic in the course of your life. Uh, you need to call Dana or talk to Dana, and you can do that by going to innerworldmovement.com. And uh, you can get all the information you need to there because this can impact not only you, this can impact your family, it can impact your husband, your wife, your kids, your mom, your dad. And it'd be because as you change, they will notice that change and, and, and the things that you will learn, you'll be able to pass on. Am I, am I close to that? 100%. And your change, because we're so connected and our families are so connected, when you change, your family changes. Whether you actually verbally teach them the things or not, there will be change. There will be things that will happen. And, and for those of you that are listening, you know, 
Um, you can email at info at innerworldmovement.com. You can email there um, and you can get, uh, you can contact us there if you want more information or if you want to do a discovery session, reach out. I would love to take time to talk with you to see if this is the right fit for you. Um, and this is one thing that I do know. Every individual that joins this group coaching program, they will be loved. They will be seen. They will be heard. And there will be amazing healing taking place for individuals who choose in. And it will be, I can feel the impact that this particular program can have and will have in those that decide to join. And you will be taken care of and you will have my whole heart in this program and I'm thrilled to be just giving um, to these individuals and I'm so excited for this opportunity and it feels, I feel honored actually, I feel very honored. Well, I'm honored to be talking to you uh, because you, you have a vision and you have a plan to execute your vision. And, and if you're, if you're out there, I want to, I want to talk just a moment about the seven generation rule. Mm -hmm. And that is that somebody, generationally speaking, people do the same behaviors, father to son, son to son, and uh, father to son or whatever. And it generally goes generationally. And what happened to your father eventually happens to you or your daughter or somebody needs to break the cycle. Mm -hmm. By doing this course, you can be the one to initiate the change in your family. Because I'm learning, Dana, I, I don't know how you do the work that you do, because I'm learning that every damn family I've ever met is dysfunctional. It is. They are. <laughs> I think this is the, that's the part that's exciting for me. is like, hey, this, this is job security. Like, <laughs> I'm totally, I, I have some answers for you. If you're ready, come join me. If you're ready, you, if you want it, you can have it. You can be the change maker. You can be the chain breaker. Cause I was, that is what I'm teaching is, is I was that I am that. And so now I choose to teach that. So if you, if you legitimately feel like your family is dysfunctional, that you are dysfunctional because of the family that you come from, and we're all dysfunctional in one way or another, um, I thought my family was okay until I got a little older. And then I found out we were really dysfunctional and my <laughs> friends were just, everybody's dysfunctional at one point or another. And yeah. you can be the change to make that the next generations, your children, your grandchildren can change and it can change the entire dynamic of your family. Not only just you, but, but everybody. And so that's why at, uh, um, at $1,500, which is a steal at 20 $3,600, it's a steal because, yeah. because how much is changing your life for the better work or worth to you? Worth it. So it's, it's, it's vital. It's vital. It and I thank you for that, for doing the work. Mm -hmm. And you're, you and I are going to hang out together every Tuesday at, uh, uh, one o'clock my time so that we can talk Perfect. to people about, and we'd love for you to call in and, and, and yeah. or comment in and, and we can, we can talk to you about issues that you have. So she's going to be here every Tuesday at one o'clock. Uh, so take the time to come in and see her and, and, uh, and get some advice from her. I can't help you much, but she sure can. <laughs> you create the space, Kevin. 
that's you that's, do that's help that's, by creating the space and the opportunity. That's my role. That's my role. And I really want to encourage people to take this opportunity. I've been through several courses. They're not as good as this one. Uh, and it did change my life uh, as long as I chose for it, too. Some of them didn't right. take, and I chose not to accept them. But your, right. your course is unique in that way. Yeah. No, there will be – it'll be hands-on healing. Um, that's the fun part. It's, I believe in the synergistic healing, so I'll be using – hypnosis and different things to help with the healing process while we're in class and so it will be in the moment and, and you'll have things that you'll get to do you know as you as you go and to apply what you've learned throughout the week um, but it'll be connective it'll be wonderful um, so you absolutely unless you just completely choose out of every class everything I'm inviting you into um, you can't help but have movement forward by connecting to this course in class so that's the inner world movement because you have to move your inner world before you can affect the outer world is that correct yes exactly exactly that's 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 awesome i'm so glad that we have had this time together Thank i feel like Carol um that, that she, she used to do that and she used to do anyway um so uh, we're going to see you next week at the same time one o'clock right yep Yep, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna come to, to uh, Utah and Yay! grab you and make you do it. So, so Dana, I thank you. So, at this point, would you like to add anything to our discussion? Hmm. I think just gratitude and love. Gratitude and love. And courage is what I'm sending out to those listening. Courage to take the steps, to do the work, whatever that looks like. If it's this course, if it's not, but courage to do what it takes to do the inner world healing so we can affect the outer world in the way that we desire. It's time to be the change. You be the change you wish to see in the world and it's time right now. Now's the time, take action reach out even if you're on on the the edge like maybe it's for me maybe it's not just reach out it'll just be loved loved and cared for it'll be worth it i love connecting so um and may you have everything you need to walk the journey that you're you were born to walk here www.innerworldmovement.com. Go there and explore it. Explore all your options. And uh, remember, uh, 2100 off is the uh, is the coupon. So you can go there and get the coupon, and that would be that would be awesome. Uh, Dana Parker, thank you so much. And uh, and that's the best way to get a hold of you through the website, right? Yeah, website, um, or you can email us. Yeah, info at very good. Thank you, my friend. Stay right where you yeah. are. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on Mind Dependence Report.